Hey everybody, you better know it's the Birdman Show on Anchor FM and I'm your host, the Birdman. Today for Sunday Spotlight, I have a good, good friend of mine. We go way, 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 way back and it's always a pleasure to have good friends on the show uh, outside of my celebrity friends and everybody else, but this is somebody that I grew up with and I know very, very well. So everybody, without further ado, I want you to put your hands together, uh, perk up, sit up. This is a great friend, basketball star. Everybody put your hands together for Mr. Stephen Benton. Steve, (laughs) Steve, welcome, welcome, welcome to the Birdman Show. I'm so glad that I have this opportunity to have you on the show to do this spectacular um, interview and shout out to your shout out to your whole entire family because Steve has a lot of brothers and sisters and I know them all. Shout out to everybody. Exactly, exactly. As well as myself, Steve, like I said, just being from Philly and as you grow and you travel and you meet different people, you find the uniqueness, you find the uniqueness in Philadelphia and um, the school that we attended, which was St. Charles that kind of connected a lot of us. And had we not went to that school, we probably would not have crossed paths because I met so many friends attending that catholic school um saint charles back in south philly uh 20th and christian i have so many memories and facebook friends from saint charles uh i was in a class with one of your your brothers uh brooks brooks but uh we're going to we're going to dive into that everybody but i want steve tell tell the listeners and tell everybody about your early years when you went to saint charles um, was basketball something that you always um, desired to do, Steve, or did it get cultivated when you went to St. Charles? Well, that's, that's a great question. Uh, you know, uh, and by the way, the Birdman, uh, uh, I went, as a lot of people know in Philly, I went to Boston College, so when you start saying Birdman, I got to get Larry Bird off my mind. <laughs> Dr. J fan for all your listeners. I didn't that never left uh, you know the doctor. That's where I grew up watching. So, but I really appreciate the Birdman too because uh, you know uh, your, your show, your, your nickname, Joey. Because uh, I learned to respect the Celtics too, uh, going to Boston College and, 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 and playing pickup games with a lot of the Celtics. So okay. uh, that's just a, a side note. Uh, but uh, uh, every time you 
that all every time I think of the bird man, I'm thinking about Larry Bird, but I, I gotta start now. I'm glad you're the you're the uh the black version of Larry Bird. Okay, yeah, yes, yes, but you know you know Steve, the the funny thing about it is I got my radio start at Power Ninety Nine and Wendy Williams gave me that nickname. Nice. Yeah, she gave me she gave me that nickname and and it stuck with me throughout my radio career. She gave it to me in like nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So back to going back to your St. Charles days. So I remember you playing basketball and uh, the CYO. I remember Mr. Jordan and you had those basketball games. So is that where the love for basketball started when you went to St. Charles? Well, I tell you, that's exactly hitting the nail right on the head. Uh, St. Charles was where I started, and I had we had about four of us, uh, four or five uh, guys that I hung up with. Hung out with you probably know Gilbert uh, Davis. He's doing some great work in uh, uh, the health uh, the, the health area right now, health system uh, in Philly. Um, and uh, Sean Clarkson. We and there's another gentleman, but uh, uh, we were actually just um, it was like five of us hanging out, and um, uh, you know, actually those guys were more into basketball than I was, but uh, like Gilbert was a really good shooter, and uh, but then I had a knack for, I mean, I, I picked up the game really quickly, and it was really like just, it started off like a light, yeah, that's what it cultivated around my friends, and I played because of my friends played, and then I started getting good results, and as a good, uh, as, as you all know, if you start, you know, you pick up on things, coaches, you know, I remember uh, um, uh, Coach Jordan, I think he's passed away uh, now. Uh, God rest his soul. Yes. Um, and uh, uh, Coach Charlie Mack, I just talked to his wife recently. I know he was involved. But um, those guys, uh, St. Charles, the coaching staff, really had a great system. They loved the game. Uh, and then I went on to, uh, of course, Newman, and, and the rest was history uh, after uh, being coached uh, correctly. And then, you know, South Philly basketball, you know, even at the, um, that level of, of, of uh, uh, which would be uh, the, the kindergarten uh, or that level before, uh, well, actually, our kindergarten and our, our, our junior high is kind of connected. Uh, but then, after, you know, it's it's pretty serious, and you know, schoolyard basketball, and uh, and then after that, you know, um, yeah, St. Charles was huge, a huge um, with my friends, and then also the coaches. I would start developing uh, a more of a not only a like, uh, but I don't think the love was there yet. But I was very interested in you know, you know, slash into the basket. I was always a slasher. I could score and I and so uh, really uh, and then my friends were playing so I really got excited about the game that way okay awesome because I do remember you being highlighted a lot at Newman because when you were in Newman I was there as well so I do remember that I I always remember all the it was some pivotal people that I went to school with that I you know certain families that you didn't forget because they just had an impact. You know what I mean? So, like your sister Sandra, she was really close with my aunt. They were very good friends. And, and you know, and I, me and Brooks was in the same class. So, I remember everybody. It's just like the whole family union. It was a great, the Bentons was a, a, a great family. I remember Brooks, and I, I remember asking him when I was a little boy one time. I said, 
where did you get your name from, Brooks? And he said, my dad uh, named me after a singer, Brooke Benton. And, and he said, that's where I got my name from. And Brooks could, Brooks could sing. I, I remember, like, all of you guys very vividly. I remember when we graduated from kindergarten and then Miss Chavis got Brooks to sing at the graduation. So I know Brooks always love music as well as you love basketball. But, like, all of your brothers and sisters were great people. But I just know you two guys always, um, you know, stood out to me with the different things that you did. Yes. Exactly. And listen, Stephen, so traveling around the world, when when did it really hit you and dawn on you, Steve? Like, oh, my God, this is really taking me places. When did that really hit you that? Wow. I I really I I really, really see like this is taking me places because um, like I'll give you example. I remember in St. Charles, uh, it was a couple of teachers that I had. And they always would tell me that I talk too much. (laughs) 
They would say, Joey Parham, you talk too much, you talk too much, you talk too much. Then I wound up doing radio, and I said, you know what? They always told me I talk too much, but that same thing that I got disciplined for put me in a, put me, put me, that was a gift of mine that I didn't even realize. So I'm so glad that I didn't let nobody uh, dim my light. So I'm saying with distractions in South Philly, what made you have that drive, Steve, to say, you know what, I'm going to do this. I'm going to I'm going to really make this work for me and not get distracted as so many people did. Well, and I again a great question. I think it goes back to my my, my earlier comments of uh, Joey Round coaching. Uh, I had some great coaches, and um, I think it was the time that uh, and then my parents, obviously being my first coaches, I mean they they were they were proponents of education of obviously having morals and doing the right thing. You know, my mother would quote quote say, you know, my mother and dad would they would they weren't lying for nobody. They wouldn't lie for the kids. They lied for nobody. So my mom, mainly my mom, but 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 my dad. You know, he supported her, of course. Um, it, it was we had a we had a home of love, right? Love, and you know, no family is perfect, but at the same time, it, we 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 felt that we were it was it was a, a love that was unconditional. Mom made sure food was on the table. Dad, you know, Dad kind of was old school. You know, he went out and worked, but you know, when Mom Mom was at home when she thought it was the right time, she went out to work. So I had two leaders. I had, you know, uh, you know. Uh, uh, hero and my mother she was my hero and then a hero and my dad where you know both of them disciplined so i think at the pivotal time was probably when um uh we won that championship uh you know in uh, at newman and it was 30 years since we had won it and um that's when it really hit but uh because i mean coach uh, dave duke who coached me in basketball and then like i said uh, charlie uh uh McElaine and, and um, uh, Coach Jordan. I mean, these guys. I mean, I, I knew about tough coaches, and so Dave Duke wasn't. Um, he was tough, and uh, but he wanted the best from me. And um, uh, Marcel played a little bit of basketball, but he wasn't into basketball. But he, I remember my freshman year, the coach said to me, he said, "Look, he said you you know I'm not gonna you know you're gonna make varsity, but you're not gonna uh, play." So I remember guys like uh, Gary Smith who, who took me under his wing and. And then, you know, schoolyard basketball that I can't even start mentioning them, a lot of those guys. But I remember one guy in particular, Newsy, uh, uh, he, one of my neighbors, he, this guy was, you know, slim guy. He used to beat me every day. You know, he used to be one of the top guys in schoolyard basketball. And, uh, and, 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 and I guess it was one of those stories, like you said, where where you were disciplined became your gift. But I, I made up my mind that I wanted to get better with basketball. And then, you know, I, I, I opened up. And then um, us winning that championship, a lot of people don't understand what happened behind the scenes is that, you know, we would, like I would, st I started playing basketball um, in uh, high school. So I, as a freshman, I played varsity, but didn't see that much time. So I played junior varsity also my my uh, freshman year. And I played freshman basketball. So I don't know if anybody has ever done that before. I thought about it, but I played freshman basketball, JV basketball, junior varsity, and and varsity basketball my first year. And then my sophomore year, my second year in high school, obviously I would start um, in high school. So 
it was really putting the time in. Uh, but it all culminated when we won that championship. I got to thank uh, Claude Gross and uh, T Shields from um, uh, from the bigger league. Um, you know, uh, you know, I always got you know the, the bigger league. Uh, Sunny Hill, him and I didn't really know him that well, but uh, Coach uh, T Shields and uh, Claude Gross had a lot of respect for me and and my game and uh, you know playing with Tyrone Thornton. You know. You know these guys. You know, you know we had, as you all know, Joey. Uh, uh, South Philly basketball and Philly basketball was very competitive, so we could compete with New York. We didn't have to go to Rutgers Park because we had every schoolyard in, in Philadelphia. People were playing; guys were playing basketball. And so, uh, the pivotal, just to answer your kind of long version, of answering your question, it was probably when we won the championship where I knew that, you know, this this was this was more than serious. But it started at my. Uh, I didn't Wow. Now, let me ask you this. Did you ever play in the tournament with Nate Blackwell, Steve? Okay, great, great, great. Now let's move on to fam. Let's move on to family, um, Steve, because um, and I hear all of the comments that you're saying about your parents and the impact. How important is family to you? Because um, sometimes when I look at um, a lot of people's social media posts and people like post different things like. Oh, just because you're family, it doesn't make you blood. And sometimes they're kind of pessimistic and they're posting some people. How, what, what is your view on family? How much, because I'm a big family oriented person. How, what does family mean to you and just having that connection with your family? Yes. Uh, even when I don't like it, 
uh, you know, I don't like, <laughs> even now my parents, you know, I'm 55 years old, my mom, you know, my dad, they still, they don't play, right? They still, you know, you never stop being the parent, so uh, right. how old you are. But I believe, Joey, it's a key, it's the fabric of, of our society and family. And, uh, you know, being a, you know, uh, uh, you know, we're from those 12 tribes of Jacob, you know, for the folks that are listening that, that know their word and if they want to know where we are as a people, uh, we as black people in the diaspora, we're that people that was scattered all over the world. And so, you know, if it wasn't for my family, I would never come to grips with who I am. And so uh, I'm talking about my nationality. And so uh, I used to always say that my, my first role model, models, and I know Charles Barkley talked about, he wasn't a role model, and I could respect that to a certain extent. But my parents were my, my role models, and so my mother and my father. And, um, and, and, and so uh, it's, it's, it's pivotal, Joey. It's, it's, we have to come back to family, I think, and understand that, uh, you know, as a people, and I'm not talking about because my people, you know, my family is, kind of, is is very extended now too because so I have my family, then I have my basketball family, which was a very diverse family. So I had an Italian guy, Rocco Sansone, we won a championship. Right. Um, you know, I had Irish guys, you know, so we had a diverse team. And so basketball was my next family, but it was the first family, my parents who taught me, gave me the foundation uh, to be in the family man that I am today. Wow, great, Steve. That 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 was an awesome comment. And from family, let's move into self development and just overall. And I I love to talk about that because when I do interviews, especially with people that I I know, how much self how much self development do you think um, we as Afro American people that we require? And the second part of the question is this, Steve. Uh, people who still, okay, how do you feel about people who still behave the same way they did when you went to St. Charles and you see them all of these years later and they still have those behaviors? How much self-development do you think people like that need? Yes. And do research. Um, 
And 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 Steve, let 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 me jump in and say this because you brought up nuns. You know, Sister Mary is my Facebook friend. Me and her still keep in touch. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Yes, I'm going to send her a copy of the show. She is going to be like, "Oh my God, Steve Benton and her and Sister Judy are still real good friends." You are a piece of work. Okay. Do you want to shout your business? Do you want to shout out your business? I have no problems with you plugging that on the show in case somebody may be interested. Okay. Yes, no problem, no problem. And Steve, one more time, uh, one more time, give your information just for people that's tuning in. Even though I'm going to post, the show is live now, everybody, but I'm going to post the show on my page and Steve's page so you can get in contact with him. But I'm going to let Steve give the information just one more time for people tuning in. Yeah, 
Okay, thanks, Joey. So with uh, LinkedIn, it's just my name, Stephen Benton. Uh, they can send me a request through LinkedIn uh, or um, Facebook, and it's again Stephen Benton. Um, and then also they can uh, my email. Uh, it's a personal email, but it's Imani. Uh, actually, Imani is a Swahili term for faith. So it's I M A N I M A N I dot group at yahoo dot ca. Okay, so um, thanks, Joy. I appreciate that. Yes, no problem, no problem. And we're go we're going to get into we're going to go into a quick song. We're going to hear some Luther Vandross. We're going to come back up. We're going to come back up with Steve, but we're going to go into some Luther Vandross. Don't you know that? Don't you know that? That's one of my favorite songs. I love Luther. And we're going to come back. We're going to talk to Steve. We're going to talk more about the social media world. And we're going to wrap up the interview because Steve has to go. But I'm going to post this on um, social media, everybody, so you can listen to it. Steve's going to have a copy. And everybody, please hit my friend Steve up. But we're going to go into some Luther right now. And as soon as... There, look, there's the chimes. The people are loving the show. The people are loving it. They're loving it. They're loving it. Exactly, exactly. We're going to go into some music. Great people. Some Luther Vandross. Don't you know that? Here we go, everybody. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Every, you know everybody loves Luther. They love Luther. Oh, yeah. I'm like, did we freeze? Did it freeze, Steve? I'm here. I'm still here. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, we're still... We're still alive? Yeah, we're still alive. Here we go. I'm always down for anything that you say, don't you? 
Everybody, that was Luther Vandross. Don't you know that we are back? I'm back. We're going to finish busting it up with my buddy Stephen Benton. We were talking off air, everybody. I had to mute the conversation. I hope y'all didn't hear it, but <laughs> I know y'all didn't. But we're back up, and we're going to um pick back up Steve um about uh he asked me some great questions um about the social media world. I want to talk a little bit, Steve, about the social media world and just um, like Steve was, we were talking off here about just being distracted. And let me ask you this question, Steve. Uh, how, how personal and transparent do you get on social media? I mean, it's, it's like some people, they like to show their house. They show a lot of intimate and I'm not talking about on a adult, uh, like sexual level. I'm just saying intimate parts of their life in their house, babies, you know, just some personal stuff. And if you're a private person like myself, I just think that there's a line, I think, with social media that you should not showcase everything. Um, Are you in agreement with that, with this whole social media world? Even though I know with the stuff going on in the pandemic, people have resorted to that. That's how they communicate. But how transparent are you with the social media, Steve? Well, I think it's a great point, uh, Joey. Uh, a great question. Uh, I'm actually, uh, you know, I'm, I maintain my, um, uh, my my social media, the, the Facebook right now. Personally, obviously, later on, I'm gonna uh, this year. I'm uh, actually in January. I'm looking at someone actually handling my social media. Uh, but uh, you, you have to. I think you got to be careful and, and not go too 
intimate, you know, folks to tell us, you know, giving their addresses and things of that nature. And, you know, I mean, there are some safety issues out there. People got to understand that, you know, there is a, there is a, a area of society that, that, that doesn't, uh, you know, agree to, uh, you know, um, you know, working the, the you know the hard way uh, to get to success. You no, know, uh, you know they want to you know they were going to do the B and E for example, breaking and entering in your house. Now, don't get me wrong. Uh, you know, I don't agree with that. I don't agree with you know someone working hard and someone you know uh, you know uh, breaking into somebody's house. Uh, but I think uh, safety wise, people have to be very careful. I think Joey to, to, to make sure that they they limit the, the intimate things uh, and, and have some boundaries. I mean, I you know later on in my life I would have uh, taken uh, some social work training and things of that nature and it's so funny because I guess as a basketball player you have boundaries but your boundaries are kind of wide and so I had to learn you know kind of the hard way to you know kind of tighten up my boundaries um, and and so right now um, you know uh, I'm, I'm pretty tight on social media you know I, I monitor it you know uh, you know and uh, you know I you got to be careful people how they talk to one another I tell people keep it g-rated uh, that's general uh, you know, uh, no, no, don't even go PG on me. I want, I want G-rated, and this way, you know, people understand with my own social media that I'm, I'm, I'm monitoring that. Exactly. And, and, uh, and uh, you know, and I think people should, you know, follow suit because, you know, especially right now with, with the pandemic, people are working from home. Uh, cyber attacks are more uh, uh, open, so you got to be careful of your your devices and things of that nature because you know, you got people hacking uh, in the system. That's they don't have any better thing to do, but they're hacking the Exactly, exactly. And not just with the whole social the whole social media world, um, Steve, which I'm so glad that we're connected in. We're going to um listeners, I'm gonna I'm gonna do another show with Steve on financial literacy, because I want Steve to come back on to talk about that of how important it is to um ha- it's how important it is to have financial literacy, to have your own business, to have to be an entrepreneur, to have an LLC, to have some things put into place and have a legacy for your children. Because uh, so many people um, go through life and they do things. And when things happen, Steve, they're like grabbing for straws because they didn't put some things in place. So I, I definitely want you to come back to talk about that and what how important that is to just have those things in a place and um i love what steve said about um keeping things g-rated especially like you said when you're making facebook friends and social media friends and these inbox conversations and everything like that i think like you said if you keep everything g-rated you won't ever have to worry about a screenshot or somebody posting something that will embarrass you later on. I can't, I can't say that enough. So I, I think that that's great. And Steve, before we wrap this up, because I can't believe that we talked for forty-five minutes. <laughs> oh, uh huh. Steve, is that you? Yeah, that's great. That's so great. Good. You bounced right back. I said, I can't believe that we talked for forty-five minutes. What um what are some pearls of wisdom that you can leave with the audience uh that um they can take with them from this interview today like give us some pearls of wisdom that some people tuning in that they can take with them from listening to like wow I really got some great advice from Steve Benton on the Birdman show Well 
hey, I appreciate. First of all, I want to thank you, uh, Joey, for for asking me that question and having me on the show, and and, and congratulations again. Thank you. Um, I, I would say I, I, you're welcome. Um, I, I would come from the heart. I mean, that's what you know. Philadelphia is the city of brotherly love, um, and so that's what I came out of. That's what I'm a part of, and so I'll start with the love that 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 people love themselves, and uh, that's what my parents, you know, actually, you know, showed me, and and and, and kind of. Uh, was a good proponent of and then once you can love yourself but Joe you can love others uh, and you can love you know you can love your family you can love your community um, one thing dad did and mom did is that you know if we uh, if, if we had to clean outside the house on 22nd street you know in Philly we had to um we had to sweep the, the neighbors uh, in front of the neighbor's door and uh, that you know you know Georgia guy you know Georgia boy you know he taught me you know taught me about uh, you know you know uh, uh, being your your, your your you know your neighbors uh, you know your brother's keeper in a sense but you know helping out one another and so that's number one uh, Joey um, and, and about the loving yourself and then number two would be you know go for your goals you know your dreams and, and, and be coachable and then I'm thankful that you know, I had some great coaches that uh, coached me in basketball, but now I have some great coaches that coach me in business. And uh, folks should have a coach and be coachable. Uh, I joke around and say, be coachable versus being chokeable. Uh, that's yeah, I love you know, that. I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't want anybody to get choked up there, but uh, South Philly basketball was no joke. If you didn't listen to T. Shields and, and Claude Gross and, and, and Tyrone Thornton knows what I'm talking about. Now, Steve, tell okay, tell tell me who was Tyrone Thornton. I don't remember him. Uh, Tyrone Thornton went to Roman Catholic. Him and Mark Stevenson and uh, Dallas Cummings. Uh, they would have been uh, one of our biggest opponents, uh, but uh, the public league also. I remember Bo Kimball, uh, Hank Gathers, uh, Poole Richardson. You know, this was my graduating class. So, uh, but uh, yeah, uh, Tyrone Thornton went to uh, Roman Catholic. It was about six eight, and uh, I got a great story. And Tyrone, I hope he's not going to be mad at me, but you know, we did we did a a one four a one four and a, and a one four down on the roll for uh, CVB, and, uh, and that was me for one four. And because I was a flasher, and then Tyrone Thornton stepped out a little bit, and, and I think it was T. Shields or Claude, one of the coaches said, T, you know, the, you know, those coaches didn't they didn't mince words back then. They said, didn't I tell you beep 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 to Tyrone Thornton to get back down? So me and Tyrone joke around about uh, the coaching, but uh, yeah, he played at Roman Catholic, uh, Joey, and uh, but uh, so coaching uh, number two is uh, you know be coachable and and, and, and be be honest, especially uh, black folks and you know Israelites. I mean, I think we're part of the tribe. Uh, you know, 12 from 12 tribes of Jacob. Uh, so we are Israelites. We need to come home uh, to who we are. So we got to start taking care of ourselves, uh, Joey. So I think, um, you know, although all of the other things that have happened to us in life as far as other nationalities of people uh, mistreating us, we have to start loving ourselves exactly. as a community. And so, um, and so that's just the second uh, pearl. And uh, the hey, family. Come on, a family that prays together stays together. Uh, you know, I'm not trying to preach to nobody, but I know the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings. Uh, you know, uh, you got to find it out for yourself. You know, work out your salvation with fear and trembling. This would act. This actually should be number one, Joey. Uh, but uh, you know, be a family that starts praying together. Yes, uh, and uh, you'll stay together. Yes, and everybody, we're gonna wrap this up. This is my friend Stephen Benton. My friend Stephen Benton. I enjoyed having him on the show. I'm going to close out with this song because this is so apropos uh, for uh, Steve. 
and I'm 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 pulling it pulling it up now because we had this great great conversation with basketball. <laughs> so everybody, yes, everybody, listen. This was my guest Stephen Benton. Don't forget to go to his page on Facebook. I'm your host, the Birdman. We're closing out the show with my great guest from South Philly, Stephen Benton. Everybody, this is the Birdman, my guy Steve. We're out. Thank you for tuning in.